o'clock. Welcome to your weekly meeting with 8 o'clock, your source of information on current affairs by the think tank Trinita de Monti. My name is Alessandro Yemma, research fellow of the think tank Trinita de Monti. Today we're going to talk about the European Parliament vote for 60% carbon emission cut by 2030, Trump's comeback after his positivity to COVID-19, and the World Food Day and the World Food Program. For the first topic, the speaker is Roberta Croce, research fellow at the think tank Trinita de Monti. On October 6th, the European Parliament raised the bar of EU climate ambitions, voting in favor of a 60% reduction in greenhouse gases emissions by 2030. It is a remarkable improvement compared to the existing 40% target, as well as the initial 50% provided by the Commission. According to the Director of Climate Action Network Europe, such a move will contribute to bridging the gap between the call of science for at least 60% cuts and EU climate policies. The European Parliament excluded carbon sinks as means to reach the climate goal, as well as international carbon offsets, saying the EU objective for 2030 should depend only on domestic emission removals. The spotlight is on the 27 member states, which are expected to express themselves on the 60% cutting goal in December. At the moment, there is not a majority in favour of such a deeper reduction. 11 countries have already backed the EU executive proposal for a 55% cut, while the Eastern Bloc opposed it. As carbon-intensive countries, they are calling for greater financial support to the transition. The Czech Republic stated that the 2030 climate goal should be met collectively without interfering with its nuclear plant initiatives. The EU member states need to find an agreement to make the most reluctant countries join the climate effort. This is the main challenge that the EU has to face, as political cohesion is essential to strengthen its global leadership in the fight against climate change. Regarding the second topic about Trump's comeback after his positivity to COVID-19, more insights will be given by myself, Alessandro Yemma. On the 2nd of October, President Donald Trump announced that he tested positive to COVID-19. It seems clear that Trump and Melania have been infected by the communications director at the White House, who was tested positive for some hours before. During the first days of Trump's convalescence at Walter Reed Medical Hospital, the information about his conditions were contradictory. On the one hand, the president physician, Dr. Sean Conley, reported that the commander-in-chief was in good conditions from the beginning of the disease. On the other hand, Mark Meadows, chief of staff at the White House, said that the president was in very concerning conditions. Considering the age and the medical condition of the president, the most different hypotheses have been made about the race to the White House with a particular emphasis on the role of vice presidents. Joe Biden is 77 and this vice, Kamala Harris, is a thick figure for this campaign. Dr. Anthony Fauci is condemning most of his latest behaviors. In any case, he appeared dancing and talking for more than one hour at three rallies since the end of his quarantine, which has now lasted 14 days. One first in Florida, one in the Kingston, Pennsylvania, and the last in Iowa. 
According to various polls, Biden has a big advantage, but Trump seems to be back in the race, and COVID-19 might have helped him. Lastly, concerning the last topic of the day, namely the World Food Day and the WFP, Caterina Raffo, research fellow at the think tank Trinita de Monti, will give more information. On the 16th of October, we celebrated World Food Day, established by the UN Food and Agriculture Organization, as the COVID-19 pandemic is bringing entire communities to their knees. This day reminds us of the incredible work of farmers and workers of the food system who are making sure that everyone has access to safe and nutritious food. In these hard times, World Food Day calls for solidarity and cooperation in the fight to hunger. Given the great importance of food access and safety, on the 9th of October, the Norwegian Nobel Committee has awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for 2020 to the World Food Programme. The WFP is the largest humanitarian organization fighting hunger, providing food assistance in emergencies and cooperating with communities to improve nutrition and establish resilience. Since the outbreak of the pandemic, the WFP has offered its expertise to strengthen social protection programs, to sustain the food chain and to support national health systems. The work and commitment of the WFP have been increased by COVID-19, whose economic and sanitary consequences have further endangered food security. Thank you for listening to us and we hope you enjoyed this week's updates. Don't forget next Monday's meeting with 8 o'clock for more news.